I would say yes, it, it would have because when Nova, he is very sarcastic. He is very funny, uh, a little bit self-centered. So, I mean, you would need someone who could really fit that. But, I mean, as the living rocket, you know, he, he is something very unique when it comes to to the cosmic. So I would definitely see that the Thor Ragnarok uh, director could actually help bring the right amount of funny with the right amount of action for for Nova, you know? Yeah, because like, while Thor, like, the Thor Ragnarok was a great movie, but it felt like kind of Guardians of the Galaxy-ish. That's how Nova should feel. Because Noah is in that whole space thing. That That's who he is as a character. Yeah. So I feel like that person i think why i forgot the director they could really nail that down i i definitely agree with that it, it is something that could definitely be done um ahead of time in that way you know what do you think about this up well sorry i don't know much about nova but it'd be cool to see some more cosmic entities make a winter big screen as far as marvel yeah, so like to see. He, he's like the Green Lantern, I guess. But, um, <laughs> you know, Nova's a cool character, and I haven't really read much of his work, but the little things I have read, it's actually pretty good comics. I'll be honest. It depends on who you read. Like, I've read, like, yeah. when it was the kid version of Nova rather than, like, the adult version that they'll probably use for Marvel. Yeah, how different are, are the kid version of Nova and adult version? Because I've never seen a kid um, I want to, bloody, we all know you have the museum knowledge. So what would you say? For Nova? Yeah, yeah. It, it would kid an adult version of them. Yeah, well, there there are two different versions, and and the main one that I would definitely want to see is I would want to see Richard Ryder. Um, I do know about the the newer one, but I'm not exactly too too. Yeah, he doesn't feel right for the MCU right now. We kind of yeah. need an adult character. Yeah, but I mean, it, because if they brought him into, if they use uh the the new kid, and and I'm trying to remember what his name is. But, you know, if they brought him into the MCU, that would be the MCU's kind of version of uh, Shazam. Because when he goes Nova and taps into the Nova Force, uh, you know, he does kind of grow kind of like how Shazam is when 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 Billy uses that power. You know, it, it is one of those things. But I don't I don't see that working too well or translating over very well. Richard Ryder would probably be the best fit instead of uh, Sam Alexander. Yeah, I agree. And it'll be kind of cool to see Sam Alexander, who's the kid, I believe, right? Yeah. It'll be cool to see if he takes on the mantle later on. Yeah. Because that's with, what they should be setting up. Yeah, because with, with Sam, he's a lot smaller. He he does get, when he taps into the Nova Force, he does get a little bit bigger, but he's still very small. And they had a custom suit made for him. And I just don't think that, while having a child superhero would be great and all, I just don't know if a Sam would be the right fit for that. You know, yeah, we have you could say we have Spider Man, and yeah, that's true, he's a teenager, but Sam's a little bit younger than than the current Peter that we have, and I just don't yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely, and we're so used to being Spider Man being a kid and everything. Where maybe it'll be kind of cool if Sam Alexander was past mantle, let's say, um, probably ten years from now, if they ever do a Nova movie, which I think they are doing. And it'll be kind of cool to see Spider-Man kind of lead up, um, you know, teaching this kid being on the street level and everything. Because if he does end up just being on Earth anyway, which I think Sam Alexander does, it'll be cool if Peter would be kind of like his tutor. Since Ke since Peter was a kid as a superhero, that would be a cool um, aspect they could do and show the character development for Peter Parker's Spider-Man. 
Definitely, because you'll be able to relate better because you start out as a kid in the superhero business. Yeah, no, it'll be very tracks. different. And they yeah. always teamed up uh, that Sam Alexander and Peter Parker in the comics, at least in the cartoons they did that. So yeah. that'll be kind of cool to see happen. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Defenders kind of opened up the bridge, getting more obscure outlandish superheroes. They and did. TVs and they movies they as well. did. Yeah, because Daredevil uh, kicked it off. Then we got... Um, Defenders season two, though, I hear there's some confusion around that, but I don't know much about that. The first season was all right. It could be. Right. It could have been better. I really, I really liked the first season. It, it, it I enjoyed it a lot, though. Yeah, it, yeah, I definitely know where they they did a lot better with the choreography and the and that one than what you know what we saw with with Iron Fist, and hopefully they turn <laughs> that around. Oh, yeah. Hey, I. Iron Fist had its issues. I'm not going to deny about to that. Say, really Bloody's did. about to stand up on the table and was like, "I like Iron Fist." No, I did. I did like it, but I know. But I'm not. I'm not going to say it was perfect. Man, you're about to pull up yeah. Ben White from Parks and Rec, but um, <laughs> yeah, said he liked oh, Harry. Calm, calm down there. We're not going <laughs> Parks and Rec on this. But no, I enjoyed oh, Iron Fist because I do. I do know the potential that the that you know he is the immortal living weapon for a reason. But the issue, there was a lot of issues in that, you know, I've been critical on that. You know, part of it was the fact that they didn't take the time to do the proper choreography for for it until almost the day before shooting and everything was being taught as they were doing it. And it just didn't feel right. Whereas you looked at Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, a lot of that was really well rehearsed ahead of time and looked a little bit more authentic. We saw them actually do it a lot better with a lot of the choreography that we saw in the Defenders. And, you know, we saw... Iron Fist definitely kind of step it up a bit, but you know, a lot of people still don't really understand the character or anything. And they are doing Danny Rand a little bit different, but I think in time that we could really see see more. You know, we're starting to see that with with the other characters on how they're growing. You know, they yeah. just definitely they just definitely need to take more time with it because of the fact that, you know, it also had all the controversy because people thought it they were whitewashing the character when no, the Iron Fist no, still yeah, that was the dumbest criticism ever. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things, but you know, it, it is, it, it definitely shows that when you take the time, it helps. To improve the credit. And there's oh, our local artist. I'll just say, you about to come in here like, got the, you know, got a thumb on the camera. Go. Let's go, man. <laughs> yeah, you, you might want to mute your cup a little bit there. I got to have my, my identity, man. I'm a superhero. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, speaking about that, um, that criticism, the whitewashing, all that. I gotta give Netflix credit. Oh my god, I gotta mute your mic, bro. But um, I gotta give Netflix no, credit to where they um they can take negative press and they just prove there's no such thing as that. Like yeah. I remember when people were dogging on Iron Fist, they're like, "Look, motherfucker, this is one of the most binge watched shows out there, and we're doing a season two. Fuck y'all." Yeah, like, so that's what I like with Netflix. Nice, they have the balls to stick with their IP. They they do and and they're not afraid to back down and that's a great thing because it shows that they they want to push forward with with stuff that people are just like no y'all can't do that it's just like just watch us watch what we do we don't care the, yeah we're gonna come back stronger than ever motherfucker yeah. what's the topic right now right now we're talking about uh you know we're just bullshitting yeah just Iron trash <laughs> oh, oh you had to go there <laughs> yeah he's talking yeah. about Iron Fist. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reaction of that show. Like, it's not bad, but eh. Yeah. But I mean, 
it has it definitely has potential, but they need a they need a real good fight choreographer. That that's what I was saying right there. Is that yeah, that's that's potential. priority. Yo, yeah. guys, real quick, y'all know um Danny better than me. Is this character really that oblivious in the comics, or just make shows? Hell no. He, he just he just it's just so terrible in that in that. That, that character, the actor in general, is, is the best. Honestly, like even in his Game of Thrones um, performance is kind of bad. Damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that particular a actor. Bit, a little is bit. Is of... Goso. Is he in Game of Thrones? I did not notice. Yeah, Finn yeah, Jones. Um, he was the he, in Game of Thrones. He was the Knight of Flowers. Oh, um, I, call, yeah. I call him Gaylord, but um, yeah. Oh, he was. Oh, now I remember. Okay, yeah, I yeah. remember. Yeah, now, uh, but no, it it's it's definitely how they wrote Danny because Danny, while while being you know rich and everything like that, he wasn't. He was definitely focused more on his duty as as Iron Fist more than anything else. But he wasn't as naive. A little bit in the beginning. But not not necessarily so much later on. This one, they're they're definitely pushing that. But that's also why we haven't seen him in the outfit. You know, he hasn't earned that. He hasn't gotten to that point of why he is the Iron Fist. You know, I, I don't I don't know when I when I especially when I watched it, it he just had like like baby like he he act like a kid with like anger issues. It was just annoying to me, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's who he kind of was. Yeah. But we're going to start seeing a little bit more growth, especially when he finds out that the reason he can't tap into the full potential of the Iron Fist is because there's still the old Iron Fist alive, and he has to kill that Iron Fist to take the power to be the true living weapon. That's that's when we're going to really start to see the major growth of the character. You think they're going to go, go that route? That, I, that would be the best route for them to take because that's what they need to do to really expand the character. Because he keeps, everyone kept mentioning, you know, you're not at your full potential. You don't even realize what you're capable of doing. And the reason that is, at least in the comics, if you want to base it, because we're going to probably see some from there, is that there is another Iron Fist that was still alive that he has to kill and take the full aspect of being the Iron Fist from him. Because they both share the heart of the dragon that they have to kill to become the Iron Fist. Uh, um, well, we'll see because they're making a new season, correct? Yeah, they are doing a second season, but it's going to be a little bit later before we see it. I believe next up, the big one right now is, of course, all Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah. Luke Cage. And that's going to be in July, I believe it was announced. I just, I just pray they don't do what they did to last season. Jesus Christ. Look, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. a little bit the, the way that the, that trailer showed off for Luke Cage season two. I'm so pumped for it. Uh, but, that was a completely surprised when I seen. It. I was like, "Holy shit!" So, yeah, it it was it was way out there. But dude, I, it has me so pumped for what they're going to be doing in this story. But I was I had a I had to tell Kaleidoscope when he was when he was talking about you know who they're showing off. Was, he's just like, dude. He's like another. He's like, why is everyone named after snakes? I was like, dude, most of Luke Cage's uh, enemies are all have snake code names. It's like, did you not realize that from the first season? I was like, Cottonmouth. Well, I was like, that's a snake. Striker, Diamondback, that's a snake. They're all snakes, and he's just like, holy shit, I didn't realize that. I was like, really? Come on now. <laughs> 
But dude, not gonna lie, I didn't know that until now either. So, oh He's my good. god! Well, uh, you, you're already, we already know you're a bit of a fraud. So. Dimeback flew in my head, caught. I was like, "What the fuck? The caught mouth from Dimeback? Like, oh, maybe sure, Striker. Uh, no, yeah, Striker. Striker is his real name, but Diamondback is is his code name. Yeah, I just assume it's coincidence. You're trying to go the whole snake route. Yeah, no, it was, no, that's all intentional. Okay. Bushmaster. Bushmaster. Yeah. Bushmaster. Yep. But you know that that's that's gonna be something. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to it because of the fact that this one we're gonna see Misty Knight get her metal arm. Yep. Know, and we're we're gonna see a, a villain that can actually give Power Man himself a run for his money. I just hope that we see a lot of a lot of like good action sequences. I agree. Yeah. I really hope we do. Yo, Loki, this is probably just me, but Missy's Knight, her um, arm, like a, a great prosthetic arm to me when it first showed it. Yeah. Uh, I, same. I thought they was, like, my theory was I, I was hoping that she got something from, you know, uh, from Iron Man, from Stark's industry, but. Yeah, I don't know if that's if that's going to be the case, but, you know, here's my thing about it is that while they're showing off that she has the, the metal arm now, that we saw that, you know, he, that. Luke Cage walked into that to that building, took on all those dudes and everything, and just kind of brought all of them back to the to the police department. Precinct. Yeah, so that we're gonna kind of see that that she's probably gonna get hey like hey, you're having Kim do all this, you know this isn't gonna look good for us if we're having a vigilante or anything like that. And she's either gonna push to to say no, he he's doing the right thing, or they're gonna be like no, you gotta leave, and that she's gonna go off and start her own PI business. And that she's gonna reach out to Colleen Wing, and that's gonna lead into Daughters of the Dragon, because that's what I fucking want. I want Daughters of the Goddamn Dragon. And if you don't, don't know, hold up, I want to wait for a minute. What the fuck are you talking about, Daughters of the Dragon? Yeah. So, in the comics, there's a side series called Daughters of the Dragon, where Misty Knight, after having basically left the police force, she has this is after she lost her arm oh, and got okay. that. She went and started a private eye business, and she actually brought Colleen Wing on with her, and they both go and do solve kind of cases together, and they called themselves the Daughters of the Dragon. Uh, okay, because it's too much like Jessica. So yeah, not really. I mean, they, yeah. they can definitely differentiate it, especially with Colleen Wing being more the martial artist. And we saw that connection on how they were building those two characters together during, you know, uh, during the Defender series. I definitely could see it as a possibility. Yeah, I mean, but we, we definitely don't need another private eye type. Nah, I don't, I don't see it. I can see it being like a little side story in, in Luke Cage. But... It, it'll be a side story. Maybe. But, yeah. um, I, we already yeah, know that that... Um... But we also know that they're 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 planting the seeds in this season of Luke Cage for the Heroes for Hire, which we already know that they started showing back in Defenders uh, and the Defender series. So we're gonna see some interesting things coming around all the way. Yeah, and, and the reason I had to ask you about the whole Dragon Girls or whatever thing was for a second I thought you might have been talking about preaching, bring back Sailor Moon or some shit like. Because Bloody Knuckles is that dude out <laughs> hey, there in the streets hey, with a protest you, sign to bring hey, back Sailor Moon. <laughs> they did bring back Sailor Moon, sir. It's called Sailor Moon Crystal. Don't you hate on my magic and, and Only you would have known that. You're goddamn <laughs> right. I remember watching that with my sisters when I was younger. So don't even go there. Tuxedo Mask is a classy motherfucker. Oh, 
Speaking of Jessica Jones, yo guys, um, real quick, did anybody finish Jessica Jones season two? Because I couldn't. No, I didn't even start it because you guys said it wasn't that great. I couldn't finish it. It was was very, it was very okay. She is Jessica Jones is 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 so fucking annoying, and then they added another annoying character, her her best friend. Like, it, it makes you mad. The, the show's like, gonna make you mad. Everything's hey, 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 Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, Neth. I was gonna say, look at that. Justin's with me, bro. So you get out of here. <laughs> and Salty is right there behind him. It was the first thing he hears. I was like, I don't know why I keep watching this, but I have to finish it. I just have yeah. to. See, that, that's yeah. the next thing I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit through is because uh, I've been trying to catch up on a lot of stuff I'm behind on, and I want to get through season two of Jessica Jones because I haven't started because I'm. It I, so, I didn't have any issues with the first season, though. So it, I mean, the first season's phenomenal. Oh, first season's was dope. Yeah. It was, but but they, it's, like, it's so illogical. It's like a lot of shit that happens in a, in a season doesn't make sense because there's other ways they could have went about it. You just think it to yourself, like they're probably private eyes. Why? What is going on? Why is everything just turning out so shitty? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna have to but, watch but, it, but I'm taking your word for it now. Yeah, but we'll 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 we'll, we'll figure it all out. But the next <laughs> thing here. It's it's mediocre. I'm not gonna say it's terrible, but it's it's mediocre. Uh, don't tell it's, me it's another artist. And uh, I don't know, Jessica, Jessica Jones is pretty. I, I can watch just looking at her face. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's not that pretty. Right. <laughs> uh, well, well, no, I, I like her. I like her. But the next thing that I want to bring up, and this is a perfect topic, right as Salty joined in here because he's he's a Star Wars fan right now. Is that right now? There's early reports that. Han Solo, the the Solo story uh, may actually be bigger than Black Panther. Uh, and let me let me let me clarify this: is that there are reports from more from three different uh, cinemas. One being, I believe, it's Regal Cinema. We're seeing some from AMC, and uh, and Fandango is also reporting is that they're seeing higher presale tickets for this movie by three more than Black Panther did. And you got right. Black Panther was a worldwide global phenomenon because of what it did. And Solo has had such iffy feelings over the past few months and very little like advertising until just recently in the few weeks coming up to it. And that now we're going to see that it may actually do more. What else kind of thoughts on that, Neth? I know you uh, have. I'm about to, to say you better make me go first. So, um, this is America. I will say, <laughs> if you well, I will pull in Mighty Moz and go down with the po- toilet chunks. I am not. I'm not a fan of this bullshit. So, I'm, I'm gonna go down with the L's that this movie does well. Oh, so you're. Anyway, so you're gonna, yeah. So you're gonna. I'll so go down with like, the L's. That's what I'm gonna say. Are we talking about? Are we talking about Han Solo trash garbageness? Oh my yeah. God! Everybody's there yeah, for Donald Glover. Let's be real. Oh, hey, Donald Glover! He looks phenomenal. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be great. It's terrible. Soul's not soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doing so, those pre-orders. Yeah, but so soul, soul. You got some strong words there. You want to want to kind of go in on that? I just, I think. Wasn't like there's a rumor like he came in like last minute the the actor that plays solo and everything like that. No, they no. They you had, think of the director? Yeah, it was the the new director because of the fact that back in December when they originally post postponed it is that uh that 
Kathleen Kennedy, the the current head of Lucasfilms, did not like the direction that the that the director had made the movie that they didn't like the cut it wasn't sitting well with their test screenings or anything so they got rid of them brought in a new director and had to redo some of the script and do a lot of reshoots and also i, I heard that they had to bring in um they had to bring in harrison because the guy couldn't even portray how solo is supposed to act yeah they had to reteach him acting or whatever like, like i think he had to go I, relearn I no acting wait what how we teach him acting yeah, yeah, they, you have to like go back to acting school or some shit. What? I remember that. Man, everybody's ever Donald Glover. He couldn't get him down, no, no matter how much. He hey, Donald like, Glover looks like he's doing phenomenal in his role. I'll give him that. Yeah, Donald Every, yeah that part of the movie looks great. Everyone said that that uh, that Donald Glover is going to steal the movie. Yeah, he looks like he would. Let, let's be real here. Star Wars is not holding this movie. Donald Glover's carrying the whole movie right now at this point. Of course, yeah, he's it's, carrying the movie. It's funny when you see you see uh, Donald Glover in more of the trailer than Han Solo. It makes no yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Fact. But we're also seeing a lot of, of Han Solo's mentor, uh, uh, whatever his name, with Woody Harrelson. And I'm, I'm kind of digging his character. And I do like Amelia Clark and kind of want to see who she's supposed to portray. Because there is the, the, the early reports that she's supposed to be playing Han Solo's wife from the comics. Because he got, he kind of got with her like early on in his career, and then just up and left. And she had been hunting him for like years, and and they they showed that in the Star Wars comics uh, recently. Wait, wait, this motherfucker had two wives. Yes Low and key. no. Loki. Yes. Loki. <laughs> yeah. What what it was is that. Well, I want to know what her fate is now. Yeah. So what happened in the in the comics and what they explain is that he did a job way back in the day with 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 her. And that when they, <laughs> but when they were on the escape, that they got separated, and he dipped the fuck out, like straight up, and had been dodging her for for near oh decades. <laughs> but it, I'm, the reason I'm laughing so much is what you're saying, but also Neverland in the chat. I, I know. Did you just say that comment? Yeah, never Neverland always coming in here to troll. That's why I like having Neverland around. <laughs> this Star Wars solo movie hype and marketing looking like State of the K two. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, Neverland is oh, like the perfect troll. Nah. Yeah, look, Neverland's <laughs> oh a perfect troll, and I like having him around. I like, I like Neverland. <laughs> it's it's cool, dude. Shout out to Neverland. Yeah, always. Cool, but, He's about to yeah. get that anime too. Yeah, right. He's about to get that. But Salty does bring up a good point. If you if you've seen the older movies or read any of the books and the comics, is that Solo is is a very scummy, selfish dude. Like he didn't yeah, really he start being better until you know come. Uh, Empire Strikes Back and you know Return of the Jedi. That's that's really when he made that that heartful change. But up until that, he was kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, we could always see that he was an asshole even in the original films. Like that's the vibe he always gave off, especially in the beginning. Yeah, just a little. So bit. it makes sense. Yeah, but it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see, and and I do do kind of like that they're that they're showing the early relationship between. Uh, between Han and uh, Chewie, so that's going to be real good to see. Hey, all I'm going to say is if this movie turns out good and if it does well, I'm still going to pull my moss and go down with the toilet chunks. <laughs> no matter yeah, what. I'm still, going, I'm still going down with the Titanic if it does good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you guys think that the, the average score is going to be for this movie? I would, I would definitely say, like, I, if I had to give a definitive, I would say like an 82. 
Yeah. I, I would I, I would give that. I think that's a little too high. I think that's a little too high. Nah, it's gonna be in the 80s. <laughs> Justin just said we all know that it should be called it should be called a Lando Calrissian story. Basically, Pretty much at this point. Hey, if they do a uh, Donald Glover like on his own movie, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, that's I would, my I would, I would love to see, but I'm glad that we're gonna see a little bit more of Lando. I'm just so pissed that they didn't let Donald Glover uh, direct the uh, the Deadpool animated series. Oh, oh my yes. god! Oh, yeah, I remember. I, I remember that. Uh, hearing about that. Yeah, because he he had the story and everything, and they threw that straight out the window because I think it was FX who, yeah, who ended the partnership. He, he wouldn't have enough time to do because he's so busy. Yeah, well, hey, Land, to be fair, didn't the Last Jedi have like a good Metacritic, and you still hated that movie? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, true. But who knows? But you know, I'm kind of with salty. I still think that it, you know, it, it's Star Wars. I think that if they're now putting it out there, that you know, it got to what tested well with their with their audiences and and stuff, as well as Kathleen Kennedy and the others who who are very precarious about what they're doing with with star wars i think it's going to do fairly decent i wouldn't say it would, it'll be a blowout but i think it'll do do well enough oh, I, just, I, just, Dick, I kind of don't really care about i guess the past of Han solo i'd rather see like a, a alternate story or like somebody like i don't know like darth maul or somebody well well there are we are knowing that they are doing it no, no, no. There, there have been those, but we, I do know that recently that it was confirmed that we are getting a live-action Star Wars uh, series that's coming out on Disney's streaming service come next year when they launch it, and it's actually going to take place between um, right after Return of the Jedi and um, Force Awakens. It's going to take time during that, and it's going to be some of the first stuff that we're seeing during that time frame from like Rebels and Resistance, the animated series, but it's going to be live action. It's going to have new characters and it's possible. I it we, we, yeah. I hope it is too, but I hope that we're going to start seeing some of the early, you know, new coming Jedi that, yeah. that, 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 you know, we're being taken to, to possibly oh, be trained and stuff. Oh, so I got a, um, I got a question. Um, how old was Han when he met um, Luke? What are we gonna do with Luke? I, I, they haven't said anything. How old was Han Solo when he met Luke? He was, Ooh. I think, he was in his late thirties. Okay. Yeah, he was. Yeah, okay. I believe he was he in was. his late thirties, and and Han, and Luke was in his early twenties, probably right around that age. Uh, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Wait, hold, hold on, Blake, I gotta ask you a quick question. Is the salty is gaming? Does he also agree the Last Jedi was a shitty movie? No, he 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 enjoyed no, wait, it, he, but he he was okay, clarifying he that it got a high Rotten Tomato score from critics, but was heavily disliked by you know fans. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. Damn it, salty! I thought you also agree that movie's trash, but oh well. Oh, hey, oh well. Salty, salty <laughs> came on it and was talking about it with us. You know, he said that he really liked it. He was with me on that one. Yeah, that movie sucks. But okay, we'll move on. Yeah, but. Next thing I, I want to talk about is here, here's something that that uh, not a lot of people here are going to remember. This is going to go old school. So, Neff, you're already exempt from this because you don't know shit. Uh, does, anyone, Mike now. <laughs> does anyone remember Zoids? Old school what Mecca. Hell? What the fuck is a Zoid? Zoid. 
Wow, Neth, you really do know anything. <laughs> Zoids was an old anime from way back, probably when we were young. And what it was is it was a kind of a mecha where the Zoids were were oh Zoids were the shit. Yeah, oh my god. With, yeah, Zoids. They. I had a toy of this thing. Yeah. I didn't watch the show. But I had the toy. Yeah. This thing right here, I had this shit. Yeah, like an older Zoids. version, of course. But yeah, yeah that came out when we were younger. This show was on Toonami, wasn't it? It was, and, was and yeah, and I had I had the I had the Leo as well as I had the Raptor, which was fucking badass because when it turned around, its tail was a giant fucking sniper rifle. Uh, I remember my dad couldn't build the fucking shit, but still. Yeah, well, good news is that they're they're bringing it back and they're creating a new series that's coming out this in the summer season in July. Oh, is oh, it like a, is it like an anime or is it gonna be on Netflix? How is it gonna work? Uh, it's going to be an anime. It, it is going to be running. Um, they haven't confirmed what networks are going to. Is no, no, no. It, I believe it was Sentai Filmworks is going to be doing it. So more than likely, you'll see it on Crunchyroll and a couple others, but not on Funimation or anything like that. But are we talking was, about Fist and North Star? No, Zoids. Oh, Zoids. Ah. Yeah. No, the Zoids. Well, okay, maybe it's just nostalgia for me being a kid Zoids, and having the Zoids, toy. Zoids, but that shit was it. It was awesome, dude. It, I, dude, I loved it back then because that that was one of the things that really made my love for Mecha. But I was just like, dude, giant robot animals, and I was like, dude, this is dope as did hell. They drop like a, did they drop like a story summary or anything about it yet? They they have not. They just announced that they it, were doing a new it's series like a and did some Beast Wars. Yeah. And they did some early key visuals. I'd have to find it, but they they did announce that it was getting a new series and it was going to be coming out in July in the summer season, which is awesome because I love the shit out of Zoids. Oh yeah, especially when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember having the toy. That fucking lion one, the white one, was fucking lit. Yeah, it, it really was. Do you know anything about this op? Have you seen it? Uh, if I have, I probably just don't remember it. I didn't watch Tsunami that much when I was younger. I had to... Hold on, hold on. I have a legitimate reason. My father was cheap as hell when we were younger, so he didn't believe my cable for us. Go to... <laughs> go outside. <laughs> yep. He's exactly where to take your ass outside. Hey, uh... So no, you want to uh, answer the question there in the chat? Yeah, I see that. Uh, have I started see seeing... Watching Hinamatsuri Neverland... No, I haven't watched it yet. It is one of the ones that I am wanting to start from the season. I'm working on others. Uh, right now, I'm trying to catch up on Golden Kamui. I just finished catching up on a few others, but that is one that I am looking at wanting to do, as well as start Usume Derby. That's uh, what, it, what is that? Uh, what, the show they talk about? Uh, yeah. Hina Matsuri is called uh, Doll's Day or something like that. But it, it talks about uh, the daughter of a Yakuza. I remember reading a little bit about it, but I don't have all the information on it. That would be one that, uh, Neverland, if you want to uh, tell them what it is, go ahead and type it there in the chat. But there there are a lot of big ones, and, and this is one of those ones that kind of flew under the radar uh, for the spring season of shows. But, yeah, but, but dude, when I saw the... When I saw the the reports that they're doing a new Zoids, I got excited because I like some of the key visuals. And if I could pull them up, I I will. But Zoids was really cool back in the day, you know, just CGI mecha animals, dude, which is dope as fuck. It it really was one of those shows that really did take me back. That I was just like, dude, I'm so for it. 
I, you know, I always thought I about that I'll... fucking point. I never knew what show that was from, but damn, it's awesome. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the hell this is. He's just like, wait, no, I do. The CG just saw. Like, the, the CG that we've been seeing recently in anime has not been good. So, hopefully. Yeah, some, some, a lot of the CG. A, 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 a recent been. movie just came out, and I think they did it fairly well. We'll talk about it. You want to talk about it? Oh, uh, we can say that here for a minute. All right. But no, you're, you're right, Souls. There's been quite a few shows that have been bringing up uh, uh, CGI and, and implementing that, and not all of them have been doing it fairly well. I've always been very iffy when it comes to CGI from shows or an anime, and partly because of the fact is that like with the new um, remake that they're doing of Berserk, they started halfway through the uh, series... Starting at the Black Knight. Hurt yeah. my heart so much, man. Yeah, they they started at like partly through the Black Swordsman story arc. You know, they didn't give a lot of a lot of preface, and just the 3D animation just looks so off. It it does not do justice to the original. Like there are some that do 3D CGI movies really well. Like Gantt Zero was fucking phenomenal. Gantt Zero was uh, amazing. Bro. Yes, like, Gantt was so. <laughs> it was and Gantz is, is already a dark messed up story and and the original anime is great but what they did with Gantz zero and the animation in that fucking phenomenal that was great yeah, if, if y'all never seen Gantz zero y'all need to watch it, it's it, fire yeah it really is it really is an amazing movie it's it's on it's on netflix so you can easily watch it but Gantz zero is is amazing that has top tier 3d animation like space pirate harlock <laughs> It's like it's like Final Fantasy Avid Children. It's like it's the perfect CG. It looks amazing. Oh, yeah. I watched that movie like two, three times. <laughs> yeah, Neverland. Watch Gantt Zero on 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 Netflix. The the animation and the story in it is phenomenal. If you if you've read the manga and, and some of the newer ones, you're gonna love it. It really does well. And like my other favorite one is Space Pirate Harlock. If you haven't seen that movie. That's another one that does amazing 3D animation. I gotta finish it, that one. It's that so way. good. I love that one. Like there are people who do 3D animation that are so great, but like ones that are just iffy to me is like Knights of Sidonia. I know people love Knights of Sidonia. I I dig the story. I can't get past the animation. It's so off putting for me. Yeah, I, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I hate that the way it looks. Yeah, if 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 they did flat 2D or or didn't do like that 2.5 where it's like 2D at some points and then transitions into 3D, I would be more for it. It's either has to be one or the other. Yeah. That that's my big issue about Knights of Sidonia. Well, I dig the story, it's just the the animation just just kills it for me. So I'd rather if it was, you know, a manga or something, I would rather read that. But, you know, there are some that do 3D animations fairly well. We see that in a lot of, uh, you know, some action uh, and some shonens, but more a lot of and, and mechas. And yeah. recently, we saw that kind of brought back with um, Gundam a little bit. And uh, question: Zoya's coming to Netflix, right? Correct. Uh, it hasn't been confirmed for Netflix, but it it was picked up by Sentai Filmworks. So we're gonna kind of see where that goes. Okay. So once once they actually report where it's gonna say we'll 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 make that announcement. But I'm I'm just excited excited to see the new Zoids. Uh, they do look 
cool and i do like the new redesign from the from the early visuals um so we are gonna uh, so i'm definitely gonna keep an eye on that and quick thing to make a make quick point is that today is may 12th so for those who don't know it is mob's birthday and that's the main character of mob cycle 100 and they did release a new key visual getting ready to make the announcement for season two sometime here in the next few months because we didn't need to help you out yeah, they did say that that season two was going to premiere sometime this year, so we expect it more in the fall to winter season. Uh, and we're still waiting for One Punch Man. So, Ooh. one, get on it. Just waiting for that OPM announcement. They keep teasing Definitely. it, and they keep making new new, new actors who are going to be playing characters. It's like, look, just give us the announcement already. It's all I want. Yeah, they always need to do is just drop the trailer, and I'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if we had a trailer, I'd be set. But, I probably uh, will start in a Mungo later on. Yeah. I, 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 I want to. Do. You know, yeah. the funniest thing you need to do is read the original One Piece manga. The the, uh, the creator one, he yeah. cannot draw for shit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, I, I yeah, he originally did it as like uh, like a webcomic, and they were like yeah. short, short uh, aspects. But <laughs> dude, one could not draw, and I think that's... That's kind of why Saitama's face was the way it was, is that he really couldn't draw faces, and he just wanted to make the character very bland. <laughs> but yeah. he did he did improve over the time, and he did help out on some of the newer animation. But uh, you know, for for when they released the the anime, he did have uh, someone that he trusted to come in and do the the animation and help out with it before they yeah. sent it over to uh, what was it? Um, I, I can't think of the studio. For what? One God. Punch? Yeah, and I know it's, who it is. Well, Madhouse did the first one. Yeah, Madhouse. That's what oh, I was. Yeah. I, was I, I was like, it's House, but yo, yeah, but uh, but Madhouse did 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 the animation, but he did have uh, he did bring in a friend that he did to help him continue with the manga and the uh, web comic and everything before they transitioned over to full you know, chapters and, and doing that. But it, it's been really good on the progress that they're making. Just hopefully we can see more soon. Um, so, or, uh, Neth, I know you and Op recently watched this and kind of want to talk about it, even though after I, I told your ass about it from the get-go. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we took the hell on that. Yeah, yeah, did. But go ahead and, and talk about it. <laughs> uh, but how about you take the lead? Because you were the initial guy who watched it and... Um... Yeah was saying certain things yeah so uh -oh. well, what happens when y'all don't listen I, my main critiques is not with the um the sub is the dub version of batman ninja exactly what i told y'all now what we're talking about is we're talking about the, the batman ninja movie that came out while the animation and and what they did with the story is fantastic i did warn them ahead of time because i paid attention is that both both versions of the movie are significantly different because yeah, where this really movie where this movie shines is that it was done. It, Warner Brothers approached an all Japanese development studio to do the animation, do the story of it. And when you think about that, as that the that the Japanese work opposite of what we do, they focus on storyboards, visuals, and animation. Then they go and write the story and do the art. So they, they were thinking about how they wanted it to look before they did the writing. Whereas in, in America and in, in the West, they write the script first, then do the animation. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they had two very separate ideas in the way that the story was going. So you had in the English dub, which is 
the story that was translated over here for Warner Brothers, and then you have the story that was done in Japanese, which is what the the development studio is working for. I tried to tell these guys over here that that they're two separate stories because while they do have certain aspects where they tie together, they're 90% fairly different because of the fact that they have different ways that they did it and they didn't listen. They just looked on past and they, they started complaining. They said, yo, whoever said this movie was great is full of shit. And then yeah. I was like, you watched the English, yeah, didn't more, you? That's what happened. Yeah. Not gonna lie. When all the mechas came out, I was like, what the hell is going on? Did you watch yeah. anything yeah. Japanese or just, just, just watch it the way it's supposed to be watched? In subtitles. Well, 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 to be oh. fair, like I'm a guy. I watch a lot of English dub animes, and oh, like most of the time, it's oh, fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Most of the time, I don't have a problem. I mean, there's there's some cases where English dub is fucking dog shit. Like I don't like the My Hero dub much, but yeah, a lot of the time, that, it's that, watchable. Yeah, there's there's a lot of times where I find Full that metal is fine dubbed. I mean, if you watch Assassination Classroom, the English dub of that I is fantastic. Watched, I, I never yeah. watched any Japanese or anime and dub ever. No, I've 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 watched both. I grew up, you know, with some of the dubs yeah, over here, and some, and there are there are some dubs that are fucking phenomenal. But that, I think the Naruto dubs better than the sub, honestly. Well, look, he is. Believe it. I hate it. I hate it so much. Believe it. <laughs> well, yeah, he only does that for like the first twenty episodes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, like. I gotta say, like, while it's the same film, obviously, like, the, the same stuff happens. It's the cheesy lines they do in the English dub and the way they kind of just talk. Like, the voice actors aren't putting their 100% into it. The lines are cheesy. Um, Jamie was a worst. His lip sync is so fucking off. It bugs me. Like, it was just a bad experience watching in the English dub. And I'm like, this movie just feels rushed. It just doesn't feel right. But then yeah, I literally... Right. The dub version was rushed, for damn sure. Yeah, it, it was, was rushed. Like, yeah. And yeah. Then, as soon as... Because backstory, I watched this on Amazon. Like I rented it from Amazon Prime, and as soon as the movie ends, it just starts back up again in Japanese. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna give the Japanese version a try. I'm not doing shit anyways. And yeah. I just started watching the Japanese version, and the movie flows so much better. The lines aren't cheesy. It makes sense, and I fucking love the movie. I'm like, no wonder this movie got a nine out of ten. They watched the Japanese version, the true version of the film. Like, I remember certain lines were just added in the English dub version, which were dumb. Like, Catwoman, at the end of the movie, this isn't spoiling or anything, she sells something at a pawn shop. And she's like, what do you think I would leave empty-handed? In the Japanese version, she just doesn't add that line, so the scene actually kind of works better, because the line was sort of cheesy. And then another part is when she fights Harley Quinn, she's like, it's time for girl-on-girl action or some dumb shit like that. Yeah. And then the Japanese version... Yeah, in the Japanese version, they just said, I'm your opponent. Like, the Japanese version just flows better and it makes more sense. And the movie's much better for it. My biggest issue for me is when it busts all the mechs out towards the end of it. I was like, what the hell are they doing now? Yeah, but But, when when you watch it in Japanese, like, the lines are so much better. But remember when Two-Face turns around and he's like, your luck has run out? He doesn't even say that in the Japanese version. Like, he says something really fucking cool. You're like, oh, shit. Like, trust yeah, me, you just have to watch a movie in Japanese. The only problem I yeah. had with the, the, the movie was this, like, some of the CG. That, that was it. Like I said, like I said. Yeah, like, some of the CG can look bad, but a lot of the time it works. I, like, it I, just, I, they make I, it work. I hate the way Gorilla, Gorilla Grotto, oh my God, so bad. I got I used to like it. I just hated it so much. 
Nah, yeah. Damien was the worst. Him and Monkey Cheese. That was the most annoying oh, yeah. segment. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That's a freaking hell. Damn, Monkey has a Monkey, though. Just tell him that's already. That ain't no Damien Wayne. That's not my Damien Wayne. I understand why you that way because he's basically in, like, the real world, like, the other, like, you know, like, the real the real world, he is actually a ninja. And he does this, like, on a daily basis. So they had to change him up, I guess. They made it, like, a polar opposite of what he actually was. It's weirdo. Yeah, yeah, that just felt too much like little anime schoolboy or some shit. It just it didn't work for Damian Wayne. Like if that was Dick Grayson, Robin, I would have been fine with it. But that's just not Damian Wayne. What really messed me up was the haircut. I was like, what the? Fuck? I don't know oh what yeah, that haircut looked weird. Like, but that, that okay. overall, I did like the way they reinvented the characters and the Japanese aesthetic. Like I think Nightwing and everyone looked really fucking cool. Uh, the Red Hood was actually. It was unique the way they did it. It doesn't look better, oh, yeah. but it was kind of unique with the way they drew him and all that. And like, I, I love they got his brutality fucking perfect in this movie. Like him and his Joker scene, holy shit! Yeah. I just like I like how they actually introduced the ancient uh, Bat Clan into the uh, into the the movie. Yeah, yeah the shit is. that shit in the English dub felt so awkward and rushed, but in the Japanese, it made sense. Yeah. Cause you read the comics, there's like even in the past there were there was two clans. There was a bat clan, and I think there was a uh, there was another uh, clan too. Probably owl, people. right? Yeah, I think it was owl. Yeah, owl. because the night owls and all that. So yeah, that makes sense. And they used to always go to war and stuff like that, and like that makes sense. I was like, okay, I was like, they trying to put a little bit of comics. Yeah, yeah because uh, I think me and you were agreeing because we watched the English dub originally, so we had similar thoughts. We said. This movie was a little too ambitious. They should have made it a miniseries instead of a movie because it felt rushed. It didn't flow well. But then when you watch it in Japanese, you realize, wow, this is how the movie's intended to be watched. And it actually flows well and makes sense. Like the hour and a half flies by in the Japanese version. Yeah, I'll definitely get our shot in Japanese version, but the English dub go burn to hell somewhere. I can't. Like, the movie just feels wrong in English dub. I I guess that's how I have to say it. It it does. And, and, you know, it, it's one of those things that I tried to worry about, but whenever I speak and pull out that information, everyone's just like, oh shit. Yeah. I, yeah, I just oh, forgot. Shit. Pulling out the encyclopedia. Everyone dip. <laughs> and, yeah, this is, and, and this so is why you two be catching L's all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, the the yeah. So y'all got that self-inflicted one. I was like, I got the receipt somewhere. I told y'all and y'all just skipped over it. Yeah, because like shit. When I read this from Amazon, I was like, "Is this a three-hour fucking movie? What?" I was so confused. You kids told me, "Like, what? Hold on, was I?" Yeah, yeah it says like two yeah. hours and fifty minutes. Like, what the fuck? And then realized it's just both of the movies in one rental. And it, what's funny is that when he showed the picture, it even says double featured Japanese yeah, and, and English, and I'm just like, "Oh, yeah." I was this this man plays himself all the time. But, like, honestly, I've watched every other DC anime movies in English anyway, so that's why I'm yeah, like, all right, sure, be fine. Why you but, do it, like, yeah, yeah, typically you would you would trust the English versions because of the way that they're done, but this one, Yeah, this was this just one, terrible, though. Yeah, because of the fact that, like I said, it, they outsourced it and had an actual Japanese studio do an actual Japanese story with it. But they yeah. had two separate scripts written because of the way that they do things differently. Yeah, and I, I got to say... Um, are, are you guys going to watch... Um... Uh, the Death of Superman when it comes out? Yeah, of yes. course. I love yes, all those movies. I am, I am absolutely going to watch Death of Superman. But since Neverland brought it up, and it goes is a perfect segue into to what we're talking about, Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, yeah. That shit's coming back. Yeah. 
25, 25 years old, and they are doing a special four, uh, a four set box set with each set being one of the story arcs. So they have the first box set, which is going to follow the uh, start of the detective series. The second box set is going to follow the dark tournament. We're going to see the third box set, which is going to follow what was it for the third uh, third set. But as each set is going to follow a different story arc. But the big thing was that they are doing something absolutely special with this with this box set. Is that with the fourth box set that comes out, I believe it is in August. That it's gonna no, it's gonna be in November. What they're doing is that they're actually bringing back the entire original animation team, the original director, all the old voice actors to do a special two episode OVA based on the two shot. Uh, story arc that came out in the manga way back in the 90s. So they're doing two more episodes to kind of give uh, give a little bit more for Yu Yu Hakusho for its 25 anniversary. And when I heard that news, dude, I got so damn excited because this show is as old as I am. It It came out the same year I was born and, you know, everything else, like, I I grew up with this series when it finally came over to the to the West, and one one of the biggest things that really uh, got me into the series because everyone hated on the boy Kuwabara, but he he showed off why he he was he was top man. But uh, I'm glad to see that they're doing something special with those with those two shot uh, chapters, and that we're getting just a little bit more, even if they're just OVAs. You know, but the fact that they're doing them on such a special anniversary for the series and the history that it has is is truly, truly something special for it. Um, so, what what are y'all's thoughts on it? Did anyone else uh, watch this growing up? Did anyone else remember it? Uh, oh so yeah, no. oh, I think everybody had to see this. They had to. Uh... The opening scene, opening music scene. Of all time. Yeah, yeah, some of the best openings. And come on, what this series did with the Dark Tournament the is... Dark Tournament, is, this, this, even, this even put Hunter Hunter to a new level, too. Because yeah. The made, dude, also made Hunter Hunter. And then, the funny thing about it, I, I don't know if a lot of you guys know that the, the creator of Hunter Hunter, you have show, is married to the girl, the lady who makes uh, Sailor Moon. Yep, yes I do. I actually do know that. And it was it was what it's what he actually <laughs> and what what he did with the dark tournament is what actually set the stage and probably the biggest aspect that people have been chasing years for when it comes that to shonen is that the tournament arc yeah that tournament arc in most shonen has been chasing what the dark tournament did way back in the day like this is what set the stage for what it means to have a great tournament arc in a shonen. And if you haven't seen this, it really does have one of the best fights with Urameshi and uh what was uh, what was his name? The guy with the sunglasses that he went up against. Ah, I forgot his name. What? Oh. Uh, it's it slipped my mind, but that was probably one of the he, best he fights. He used to shoot bullet singers. He's the the bullet singers. Yeah. Uh. But no, no, not not him. The really big, swole dude who kept getting bigger. <laughs> you see, like you see his veins going through his body. And yeah, that's the one. Why well, can't I think of his name right now? But 
that was probably literally one of the best fights in a tournament Takaro. arc. And then, Takaro. Yeah, Takaro. Yeah, there it is. And what's even better is that even even though that you know Urameshi wasn't the one to 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 really shine through, we got to see the other characters really grow. Like like I said, Kuwabara really showed off in this in the story arc, and a lot of people clowned him like everyone clowns Yamcha in DBZ, but. Kuwabara proved why he's why he's top. Like he really showed off his strength. Like this this tournament arc is really what set the stage for Shonen's, and we saw that step up when when he did Hunter Hunter years later, but not the '90s version because that one was kind of kind of shit. We're talking about the the new turnaround with with what he's redoing with it now. But like this, I'm sorry, this might be off track, but have you ever played Yu Yu Hakusho Forever on PlayStation Two? No, I did not have it for the PS2. Oh, man. That's what made me really love you, Akasho, because that video game was so fire, man. Yeah, what what made me love, uh, man, just, I was so entranced with that. Like, the the last game I remember was playing was uh, Dot Hack Root. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. On the PS2, because I love the Dot Hack series. That one was another one that really got me, but Yu Yu Hakusho has such... A legacy and the fact that they're doing such a big box set like this is one of those like blu-ray box sets that i am absolutely going to buy because this has such an impact on on my love for anime it really was one of those ones that set the stage for me and really had me entranced and and so we've gone into depths about you know a lot of uh things especially when we talk about shonens and stuff and what what certain shows left for it and we with this one it really set the stage for for certain tropes like with the tournament art neth do you remember seeing this much when you were younger uh you hawker show yeah uh you know i'm a fraud so why you ask that (laughs) oh no oh no i know about the show and everything but i never actually got a chance to watch it and (laughs) I think yeah. it on Crunchyroll. I think I have season I believe, one on, uh, yeah. on Xbox because it was like yeah. free. Yeah, no, no. I believe they gave the first season, which was like the first story arc, which was the detective story arc, which was 26 episodes, I believe. But I believe they had the full series on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's either Netflix or, Crunchy- or Crunchyroll. Yeah, I know one of those have it, but yeah, dude, like I'm absolutely getting these box sets because one, I want the Blu-rays, and two... I, I just love Yu Yu Hakusho. Like I would actually go back and try and like buy the full box set of all the mangas to 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 have if I could. Like this is one of those ones. And off, we're not even gonna talk. We're not even gonna bring you up in this one. Because- <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I have something to add to this. Actually, I have something to add. Oh, you oh, actually shit. got something. <laughs> Man with no plan. Shit, he has a plan. Yeah, there the you go. Best yeah. The best no, that's all I got. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. But <laughs> question. So, like you said, they're bringing back the set. Is this like straight up remastered, or is it just a Blu-ray? Uh, no, they they are they are keeping a lot of the original, but I believe that they are touching up certain aspects, but they are still leaving it the way it is. I believe that they're just gonna kind of um, make small touch-ups from the article that I was reading. But for the most part, they are leaving everything intact as it was. They're not going to try and make any changes. Are, are they bringing back the show, though, or is it just this? No, it, it's for its 25-year anniversary. They are uh, just yeah. doing these two original OVAs with the box set. Okay. Yeah. So no, you know, no new season. So opening was, they, had, they made two versions. They made the English version and the Japanese version. Oh, my gosh, it was fire. I got that download on my phone. Oh, my gosh. 
just know if he's just mesmerizing over this anime. <laughs> about to say when he when you get sulking's like nerd side going like he just transforms, man. Yeah. <laughs> because me and, Soul, me and me and get it, man. Me and Soul get it. <laughs> I, think, right. I, I think out of the whole panel, I think it was most passionate. Everybody needs to watch it. Yeah, dude, it it was it literally that that theme song was probably like the one that got you hyped way back in the day. Like it was literally one of the best theme songs. What and, is it even about anyway? It it talks about a a, a middle school delinquent named uh, Yusuke Urameshi who uh, one day uh, sacrifices himself. He jumps in front of a car to save a oh, kid, yeah. and he ends up dying. <laughs> and when he goes to the spirit world, they say you weren't supposed to die. And you know you did something right, so we're gonna bring you back to life. But we want you to be a spirit detective. So it kind of follows him, uh, you know, taking on these supernatural aspects between, uh, you know, life and and what's going on in the demon realm. It it really like is they, a bad. Basically, Rick was almost influenced by this thing entirely. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. And actually, I think it was. Bleach was almost influenced by this thing in probably like eighty percent because the thing about uh, Yusuke, then he even got a he even has a demon form. Yep. Yo, yo, yo. So, so I'm gonna stop you right there because the fact that they gotta watch it. I know where you're going with it because because yeah, yeah. I know what sort because um the cell games we get. No, 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 no. You don't know. You don't know what he's talking about. And, oh, no, and that's why, yeah. Else, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm stopping him right there because I've <laughs> I've gone in about this with people and they're like, bro, I haven't seen. It. I'm just like, oh well, shit. Oh, you pulling off the spoiler shit? Okay. No, th- well, this was with with friends who who I got excited about and talked to with, but I'm I'm gonna stop him from from ruining it for y'all because it is something you have to watch. Yeah, okay. and, and yeah, and the animation actually is one of those ones that hold up, and the story and the dub and everything is still very solid. It's not. One of those ones that you see years later and just like, man, this is cheesy as hell. I mean, it has some aspects, but for the most part, it still holds up through time. And when I saw that dude, like, uh, so I, I posted that in our chat, and I got so hyped about it when I sent when I sent it to you. Me and you were just going off on it. Yeah, because I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna grab it. I'm definitely about to go grab that. Yeah. Neverland, I, I feel you on 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 reading Tokyo Glory. It it really does take a lot through. But however, I am loving the new season. Tokyo, it is really Tokyo good. Tokyo Glory, it, it it puts me in my feelings, man. The music is so good. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the anime, oh my god, the anime is so good. I love what they're. The, I love how they're kind of fixing where they fucked up with with Route A, and they're kind of going back to the to the comic or the manga, but they are still keeping it, you know, a little bit original. But they do it so so better. But this one is significantly. It's so good. Yeah, it really, dude. Episode two, when he goes back to the to the cafe, oh, oh my eyes. I, yeah, I was I was in there. I had to chill off. Like, don't do this to me. Don't. Yeah. We can't do this right now. Yeah. The music in it, the opening is god. Like the ending is god. Like the music in the. Oh, the the god. ending. I love listening oh. to the ending. It's so it's so fun. I love it. You want for whatever reason I always mix up Yu Yu Hakusho and you know Roni Kenshin. Oh, Roni Kenshin. Samurai yeah, I always X. mix up those shows. I don't know why. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Samurai X is something totally different, bro. Yeah, I don't know why. There's just the two shows always look similar to me. But but Neverland, the 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 Tokyo Ghoul uh, re series that's currently going on is significantly easier to get through because I do agree that reading the the manga. 
I mean, you have to be like diehard, but there are some chapters that just so drug out that it really is hard to get through. I I can understand where you're, where you're feeling that one. But like I said, the the new season is is really doing a great job of of fixing where they fucked up as well as going to the manga, but doing it in in a much uh, easier way to to get through. I believe they're on episode six or seven right now, but I digress. Now, for our last thing was something I actually brought up a while back, and and I wanted to talk about this because they they did make this new announcement. Is that I, a couple of weeks ago I talked about a brand new uh, anime movie that's coming out uh, after the big success of like uh, Your Name and a Silent Voice. I brought up the the announcement for an anime uh, movie that was took me by surprise because the name was not what I thought it was, and it's called I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. I can go for that name. I yeah. still can't. Now, <laughs> yeah, that, now, when I read that, I had the same reaction. So, was what the hell is this? And when I when I read kind of what the story is about, it's actually a major like translation thing and a major misnomer because the story is about a student who who finds one of his classmates has been acting weird, and he finds a medical journal to find out that she has a. A terminal illness that's affecting her pancreas and that she only has a few months to live so he kind of takes it on himself to try and make those last few months significantly better but the story follows the fact of when you know someone who's going through that terminal phase you know they 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 want acceptance to stuff do you treat every day like normal do you you know try to not make them feel I think, like everything I think I that they're doing talking about this one day I, yeah. I think I do remember and 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 or do you know you try to make things extravagant you know try to let them do everything that they want to but kind of know why it's being done and uh, mm. when i made the announcement for this is that they actually stated what Neth, get out of here with that shit <laughs> 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 listening to bloody oh, explain man. this yeah yeah but they when when i was reading recently is that they actually announced that this is going to be one of the few animated movies that's actually going to be uh shown in theaters and they're actually going to do a big uh uh theatrical run for this series just like we've seen with a few uh big ones you know your name was one of those big ones as well as a silent voice which I have talked at open links about and op. You actually saw one of those recently and just realized just how good they were. And, and so I know you have too, as well as super G, but I think this is one of those ones that does handle, you know, just like um, a silent voice that handles such a real topic in a very realistic way. And, and, and such a way that really humanizes it. And I think that, you know, like I said, back then is that we're really starting to see that anime is kind of bridging that gap. It's not, just you know all action it's not all anime titties and stuff like that but they can tell very real and heartfelt stories and mature stories and in, in ways that you know not everyone else can handle with live action you know knowing the fact that it's coming out in theaters you know does it interest you do you, do you would you be willing to see this movie and something like that i, I, I definitely probably wouldn't go see it in the theater but i'll probably check it out when like it comes to like dvd or like uh or like Hulu or Crunchyroll, but I gotta give respect to it because clearly, if it's coming to theaters, it has an audience. So that tells you off the bat. 
Yeah, so. definitely. It, it, it is probably one of those ones that will garner an audience because we've seen, you know, they've done like theatrical runs for like some animated movies. Like I know they just recently did one for the Bungalow Stray Dogs uh, film that I unfortunately didn't get to because they weren't showing it in my city. Assholes. Um, and, and a few other ones. But, you know, this one is really trying to push for a large theatrical run. So I think that's very interesting. Op, what do you think about this, man? I hope it does well in theaters. You won't catch me in theaters watching this movie. I'll probably do what's all do. Just catch it on Blu-ray or Hulu on streaming sites. Uh, but I'm definitely interested. Y'all nah, just don't want to be not, seen crying in public. It's not that. You, you don't catch any movie theater. Um, yeah, I want to see. I want your pancreas. So like, I'm like, what the fuck is this watch it like now? Yeah, you can just go ahead and just skip over me because you already saw the gif I pulled out. We do no more <laughs> discussion over there. Yeah. I'll support it. It's just not in theaters. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I hope the movie does well, but I don't know about me. Uh huh. Mister, I'm only going for DBZ. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. Hey, that's another English dub that's better than the Japanese sub. Get at me. I'm oh. missing the Japanese sub, though. No, hey, hey no, no. The, the Dragon Ball dub is way better. All right. Do I have to pull up the black scene in English? No. I'll pull, I will pull up the black scene in English. Black Goku is racist. Yeah. 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 It's just like, die, you murderer. Wait, he's not black. One of them is racist. I forgot who it was. Who said it? It was one of the regular civilians. He's racist. Yeah. Yeah. That, that dub is way too self aware. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Mm hmm. But, but um, you know, we're probably going to be closing out. But before we do that, I got to share my screen because I was supposed to do this earlier and I spaced it out. But when I talk about Venom and bring him to the MCU, I do not mean this abomination right fucking here. No, that's what you want. Do, do that's not, your, do not that's do that. Yeah, that's your Venom. Do you want that? No, yes, no, that's your Venom. One. Fuck no, that. that. No, he wants that Spider-Man Venom. There you go. That, that's right there for you. Look at that. That's you. Yeah. You don't like Tom Hardy, so that's the one you're going to get. Yeah. That's what you're going to get right there. Right yeah, there. Guys, not going to lie. Whenever I see Tom Hardy as Venom, I get like flashbacks to the philosophical bane we got in Dark Knight Rises. So I'm going to think we'll get like a Venom. Uh, your no, no, Tom Hardy will from, do that. Like, character character. Like, I, I think a little bit we did see in Venom, he looks phenomenal. Yeah, but but when Ned says that's not my venom, that's what he wants. He wants Toffer Grace back. Bring <laughs> no, him back. I don't want. He, I don't want, want the that, venom. No, yeah, he wants he wants that uh he wants that Spider Man venom right there. You know, fun fact: the reason why Venom, uh, the black suit Spider Man, looked different in the movie, like he just it was literally the Spider suit just black, is because they thought like the actual black Spider Man suit from the comics looked too much like a sex suit. That's why they did it that way. Yeah. But also the reason Venom was so trash in the movie is because Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi hated it. Yeah, like, you know how the classic one has, like, a big white logo and it's a lot smoother? Yeah, yeah. they didn't think that because it be, it looked too much like a, a leather, you know. Gimp suit. Yeah, so that's why they didn't do it in the theaters. Nobody's speaking like that. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah, but that's the actual reason. I looked it up. They're just weird. I it's the actual reason, but it's still weird. Nobody's saying, oh, look at that sexy outfit. Like yeah, like I, I, it was really dumb because the original black suit looks way better than what they did in the theaters. Yep. But that that's what we got. So, you know, that's that's what Neth wants. He wants that back. <laughs> 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 but, favorite venom. 
favorite villain. Yeah, but, you know... Hold on, Blade. Did you see that thing in the chat? Monster Hunter? You know anything about that? For the Switch or the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks for bringing that up, Justin. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard about that. No, Mila Jovovich, who did the Resident Evil movies, her and oh, her yeah, husband yeah. are actually wanting to do a Monster Hunter uh, film series, I believe, on HBO, or it was a TV show. And they stated that the reason that it works is that, one, because of the fact that in Monster Hunter, there's not a main character because it's kind of fantasy fulfillment. You know, the main character can be whatever you want, and, you know, it's, it's it doesn't really have a plot. You know, it's just hunting monsters, making cool stuff, and, and kind of going there. Like, there is some lore to the to the history of monster hunter um that that there's a lot of but it is one of those things and if you look at the old world he was mentioning that and the older games and the old world because in monster hunter world it's called the new world but you know there's deserts all around and they have these boats that kind of swim through sand not water so he said that there's so much very uh unique fantasy to this and and you know kind of wanting to do that that he actually found that this would be the perfect fit to do you know another uh video game adaptation movie with Gila, uh mila jovovich with his wife and and wanted to do something you know because where they did resident evil you know they try to fit in a new character it did work as a separate story um and and the way that they changed the 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 series because while they did kind of use a lot of from the from the from the games and stuff they did kind of create their own thing and it did work in certain aspects um, and that story where this one doesn't have a story as it is. So it's easier for them to transition and be able to create something unique. Um, I was actually reading that and I thought that was actually a really cool thing um, for them to, to do. And I really enjoyed the Resident Evil films. I really did. And, and hearing about that, I was just like, yo, that, that's, that's a really cool idea for a live action. So yeah, I, I, I think we were satisfied it was an anime instead of a, instead of a movie. Think I, would, I would prefer my thought to be a, a anime, but I think that's dope. I think that'd be something that actually brought in the, more people into looking at Japanese films and or, or games. Or anime. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and yeah, with Monster Hunter, it's so unique because of the fact that, like, like I said, it, it is a fantasy for wish fulfillment. You know, uh, you get to Monster be Hunter really... could be like the new Jurassic Park if they really wanted it to be. Oh, they being real right. with you. That's that dead, that dead serious. Yeah, because the fact that they have so many unique monsters that they that they have over the over the years, like in Monster Hunter World, we only have twenty two, whereas I believe eight or eight of them are unique and brand new to the game, whereas some are older and they're they're slowly introducing more. There's still some older loved monsters that aren't in the game that that, that people want to see, you know, and that that's something that they definitely have such a wide range to do. And and to build upon, you know. Yeah, and if Jurassic Park can become such a big IP, you know, the Monster Hunter can do the same exact thing. Because let's be real, while the first Jurassic Park movie is phenomenal, the other ones just kind of fall short. I mean, can, I think yep. you guys can agree to I, that, right? The hey, other ones fall Jura- short compared to the original. Look, Jurassic World was really good. I loved it. Yeah, but it's not. It's not as good as the original movie. It's, 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 it's not going nowhere close to the original. Honestly, nowhere, the original movie was phenomenal. Can. I didn't hey, like the say that, movie. Hey, I didn't like say the that to them. Movie. Say that to them numbers, man. It, it the numbers. Numbers is just held up by how many people saw the first. Yeah, I'm about to say because that, that's 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 not fair. That's straight up nostalgia and bringing in like a bigger audience. The first yeah. movie was a brand new IP at the time. Yeah. Yeah, but it is. Uh, 
But I still like I still like Jurassic World. It's still a decent. Oh, movie. that's what you're talking about, Justin. Is that okay? I I know what you're talking about now. I have to look into that a little bit more before I. Oh, okay. Yeah, he that. was talking about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking I thought about maybe with Monster Hunter World, so that's why I went with you. But okay. yeah, because I was reading that earlier is that they were wanting to do a Monster Hunter series, but he's talking about the the anime, and I know exactly which one he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know about the anime. I'll, I'll bring that one up next week when I look into it a little bit more. But um, I I'll definitely I know what you're talking about now, Justin. But yeah, definitely a lot of big things uh going on. And before we close out, there's one thing I want to 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 sign off on. Because I posted this in the group chat. No one said anything, probably because of the fact that they're all a bunch of losers who don't who don't love the 80s. Leave the chat on mute. But Bill and Ted have finally officially been confirmed for the third film. Keanu Reeves and uh, Chris Winters did sign on for it. They do have a script. They're going to talk about them and their their mid thirties that they're still haven't found the song that'll save the world. So they're trying to go on one more excellent Boom. adventure to try and well, find that one perfect song. Bill and Ted, bro. Come on. What? Why are we covering this? Well, wow. that was time. You yeah. About to say, no, no, we, we're not covering this. Let's go. Yeah, no, no. See, you see this man. They, they, they all frauds. I don't want to see him in any yeah, other Yeah, fuck movie. that. John Wick 3. Let's go. No, no. We're talking about... You know oh. what? I'm going to bring Austin on and we and him will talk about Bill and say, y'all get out of here. Yeah, but say so he's going to pull a crab gamer and do his own side <laughs> show with one dude. And then that's how we'll get the new movie. That's going to happen. Because uh, well, at, uh, at quick. least he's not a fraud. You know, he watched Bill and Ted and Karate Kid. I'm like, you, Ned. God damn hey. it. Hey, hey, man, <laughs> this topic is you, dog no, shit. No, 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 no. Mr. doesn't even know Mr. Miyagi or Danny LaRusso wax on wax I, off fake mother. Hey, I admitted that on the show, though. Yeah, yeah. I put in the karate episode. I admitted that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a fantastic uh, show. Shout out to yeah. Justin. Shout out to Neverland. Salty is gaming. Um, yeah, you got, you I think missing great. someone. Yeah, no, that that that's who we had here. Oh, uh, oh Charity, oh, Charity came in for a little bit. Uh, I don't know if they're still here, but if you're there, Charity, thank you. But yeah, Neverland, thank you for always coming in, trolling, and and being able to get hype whenever we go in on some of the stuff. Justin, thank you for being such a such a great fan and sport, you know. But we'll definitely talk about uh, that one specifically next week, and we'll have a bit more. But thank you guys for joining us. So we'll be out. So hey. take care, everyone. What is up, dudes and dudettes and all you beautiful people of the interwebs? It is Saturday, so you know what time it is. So it's time to go beyond. Welcome to the United States of Smash with the Smash Podcast. How's it going, people? It's a, you know, it's a good Saturday. Real slow day, but there's just been so much good news going on. The panel's a little bit short today, but the rest of the crew is going to be joining in. But, you know, it's the first time we've been just panel only for a while. Let's go ahead and see what everyone's up to. First up, we got the man with no plan, Mr. Operation. What's up, everybody? Just got finished um, watching a new episode of My Hero Academia. Got caught in One Piece manga. It's been a good day. Got back some cupping as well, but you know, we came for nerd culture. No video games today. <laughs> <laughs> no video games. Yeah, let's not go back into what happened the last time. <laughs> yeah. Still trash. Uh, uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
But speaking about Hiroaka, dude, just oh, can't wait to talk about it later. She's so good. And of course, we got our resident bully here, the Spartan himself, Mr. Neat the Lees. Neat the Lees. What's going on, guys? Like, honored to be here again. And uh, in case you hear a Harley Davidson, which I think one's actually driving by right now, or a police car, I assure you, I'm just next to like a busy road. My window's broken, so I can't close it. And if you hear police cars, uh, there may be a drug deal going on, but I'm not going to really talk about that. Anyways, I can't get wait to get into the topic today, so let's do this. He's lying. He's just selling dope out of his out of his house. That's all. All the hashish. <laughs> yeah, that side hustle on Yeah, I got that side hustle going on. And of course, there's me, your boisterous host with the most bloody knuckles. And if y'all could see, we got our new logo up made by our our local artist himself, Mr. Soul King. Of course, he's not here to talk about how great he is on what it is, but man, it's phenomenal. Love it. I'm telling you, man, this the boy's talented. He just won't say anything about it. He needs to do more. <laughs> really does. But let's go ahead and, and, and get into this. And and so actually, or uh Neth, I actually want to start out with what you you posted in the group because you just put out a video that we're gonna be uploading to the channel later because you are still the man who's not sold on Venom. <laughs> okay, as I said in the video, if you guys haven't checked it out, actually that Venom movie can be good. It probably will be good, I'll be honest. I know I'm a hater. I put that trash emoji every time I see a trailer, but it's all jokes, people. And the reason why I'm kind of hating on it and being unfair, I'll admit I'm being unfair, is because of the Spider-Man fanboy in, in me, the MCU fanboy in me. I just want Venom in the MCU, and I fear... The more successful this movie becomes, the less likely we'll see him in the MCU. And that's my biggest fear of all. And I also don't like the origin change because I feel like Spider-Man made Venom. How you would say Batman made the Joker, Spider-Man literally made Venom. Taking away those Spider-Man traits just kind of makes the character a different character overall to me. But it's a wait and see. We'll see how the movie turns out. You definitely have a good point there, but look at it this way. As far as comic movies, we're pretty much adept to them changing the origins at this point. Look at Thanos. His main reason for killing half the universe because his obsession with death want to please her and want to court her. Yeah, and I absolutely agree with that, but the thing is, what the MCU does so well, that was perfect that you brought up Thanos, was because they take the character, and yes, they change him around, but to keep the core essence the same. Where, like, Thanos, yes, he's not obsessed with Lady Death, but he's still obsessed with balancing the universe, and he has to do that through the mass slaughter of people. They keep the core essence the same and make him really the mad tyrant. Like, they make him perfect. Like, it's a way you can change up the comic origin, but make him feel like the same character. And I feel with, like, Venom just not having the Spider-Man, you know, tie into him, like, he's just, it's going to be just weird to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. Point there. That, that, that's, not, that's not what you're trying to say. You're saying that because of the fact that this is your Venom right here. Oh, God. What is he going to show me? Let's see if it'll show up. This. You're supposed to have it beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. But I don't know if it's working, but he wants this Venom right here. This yeah, yeah. Brock. Yeah, it's not working. It's not working? All right. Well, fuck it. Oh, well. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the screen share on this thing sometimes, man. Yeah, sometimes it's just trash. It, it Please leave really that to Neff then for screen share for now on. Yeah, just let just let let Neff do all the screen share because he's the one who can see <laughs> you. Can just play in the Twitter group. I'll find it. Okay. 
<laughs> but no, like I think that the change, like we've seen, like the changes how they work, uh, with with how we've seen it in the MCU, and and I and I know the fear that you have with with the way Sony's doing it because you know Sony messes up everything because I mean we I've talked about this before is that in Spider-Man Homecoming that at the beginning of the movie after they show the Battle of New York we see you know Eight the years. Vulture yeah Vulture you know doing the cleanup and then stealing the stuff the time skip they say is 8 years later and it was confirmed that that was a fuck up on Sony's part because it's only supposed to be a 5 year time skip roughly but it's just like come on how do you mess up a like a single number on a screen i know it's the easiest edit ever it's just oh man i don't know but i think that the changes here make sense for for what we're going to see uh and and stuff like that you know it it, it really is um you know for for the better um because the fact that with the way that they're changing it's taking away spider-man's aspect and tied to venom we're going to see more of the other powers that come from like we saw with the tendrils and what we really saw some of his powers that come out from the lethal protectors uh miniseries as well as the planet of the symbiote series so we're not going to see all the spider-man-esque aspect of venom we're actually going to see what makes venom so unique from spider-man and i think that's what's going to be better because we're still having eddie brock you know having that that reporter aspect you know he he's he's trying to do that you know he's always been down on his luck and and you know now he's trying to make things right and what we're seeing here so i think that we're gonna see a little bit more uh out of that you know yeah and you know what i can agree like it it couldn't easily work it could be even better actually than what we've seen but just like the more successful this movie is and i think you guys can agree with this the less likely we could see him in the mcu that's the scary part to me. Because, like, to me, Venom is Spider-Man's arch nemesis. It wasn't the Goblin. It was always Venom. And, like, this is just makes it less and less likely that I'll see that on the big screen. Understandable. I, I just think that that this Venom is going to be a major antithesis. And, and not the normal antithesis that we've seen in the past with, with that connection between both Eddie and the symbiote uh, ties to, to Peter um, as Spider-Man. But I think it's still going to be very interesting. And, you know, as much as we want it in the MCU, at the same time, we want this movie to succeed because that's only going to add further, you know, attraction to the character beyond the hardcore aspect, you know. Yeah, and as our one commenter, Justin Maroney, agrees, it's the 90s trash Venom that you're thinking about. Nah, nah, Shout out to you, bro. Calm down there, Justin. (laughs) But no, like, like there's there's just a lot of aspects that 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 can actually do do well and and help to kind of uh, further push it. You know, we want the movie to succeed. Like like um, like King David said when we had him uh, here last week for the for the spoiler cast. So shout out to him. Is that while we're like nuts about what the MCU does and we want Sony to fail with it, we also want the character to su- succeed because that only further drives the attention and and impact that the character has and the more people that want to see him make that transition, you know? Yeah, and overall, it's probably a good thing, but damn, it's a Spider-Man MCU fanboy in me, man. Uh, Stubborn as hell. I know. Trust me, I know. But let's go ahead and and start off with with some of what we got here. And speaking of MCU, 
The inf the Infinity War juggernaut just does not show any signs of stopping down. And this week is actually the first week that we're seeing it make it over in to China. And the early reports are actually kind of surprising is that uh, from Thursday's profits alone, it made almost 10 million. And then combined with the early estimates from Friday and Thursday night that they were estimating about 80 million already. Now they're saying that Saturday and Sunday easily alone can be about a $200 million combined. So we're looking at almost close to 250 to 300 million opening weekend from China, which would make it the biggest launch weekend for the Chinese market. And that's going to push Infinity War almost to 1.5 billion globally. So we're going to see that it really can be one of the first movies to hit that $2 billion mark. What what are y'all thoughts on it? Nephew, you want to start it off? Well, as for the two billion dollar mark, I think that's just out of the question. Like, there's no way this movie won't hit two billion dollars. <laughs> it is the juggernaut, mind you. My, <laughs> the MCU is our current Star Wars. Damn it! Fuck Star Wars: Last Jedi. By the way, well, anyways, um, I, I mean, hey, well, but but I mean, if you think about it, is that MCU is more profitable than Star Wars overall? It that, is. That has is. that is bigger than Star Wars, but Star Wars just has more notoriety, is all. Absolutely. And you know how like kind of we grew up with Star Wars as a kid. Uh these kids now they're growing up with the MCU. I mean, that's fucking cool to me. But um yeah, with that said, two billions out of the question, and it's gonna dominate China. Like I remember the Fast and Furious was like one of the biggest opening in China, and that the pre-orders for that were nothing compared to what Infinity War is seeing now. It's like near double the pre-order, so it's fucking crazy. I, I know it, it is truly something crazy when you think about it. And, and you're right with, with infinity war, it's not a matter of if it's going to hit a $2 billion mark. It's a matter of when. when, yeah. And this is going to be something that's completely just out there. It'll be truly, truly in, in, in a league of its own op. What are your thoughts on this, man? I'm so salty. I didn't do a billion the opening weekend. I'm still salty. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, oh. Op, the only reason was because of the China delay. Yeah, yeah, globally, if if it would have been opened in China and and at the same time, if it opened up globally, it could have easily topped one billion. It really could have. So think about it. We're gonna see that next time around, hopefully with Avengers Four, that it's gonna hit a billion in a single weekend if they can get it in the Chinese market as well at the same time. Hell, we can basically prove it because when we take the opening weekend numbers from China coming up. And combined with the opening weekend numbers that were out, it yeah, probably would probably, be at a billion. Probably. Yeah, it probably would be at a billion. It's just not the same. It's just not the yeah, same. Yeah, it's not the same, but I'm just saying that like proves it probably would have done it. Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely. But you're definitely right. It's really a matter of when at this point. Because nothing's really gonna stop this movie. Deadpool's coming out. It's gonna it's gonna add along to it. It's not gonna be slow down at all. How crazy was Infinity War's success? Was it like didn't it beat like Justice League in like eight days or less or something? That's like being like uh, eight minutes. What what no, happened? I... <laughs> that's, probably even less than that. that's that's wrong. No, he said he it probably beat it in like eight minutes or less than that. <laughs> that that's wrong. <laughs> I believe I believe in eight days it it overall beat everything that justice league did in like the three or four months it was in the theaters yeah man i love dc like i just watched that batman ninja which we're going to talk about later but my god you guys need to fix your movie front yeah that was uh that was pretty pretty bad and i, I feel really bad about that because i want 
I love DC and I, I was digging kind of what they were doing, but it's just also rushed. But we've gone over that multiple times. But, uh, you know, just Infinity War, while with some of the flaws that it does have, it was just an amazing film overall and really a true culmination of everything that we wanted. It was unique in the way that it handled the story, the way that it handled the characters of everyone's motivation. We've gone into lengths about how we love three Thanos hours worth. Since, yeah. Three and a half hours <laughs> worth about how we love the changes to Thanos and everything. But man, it, it just shows that this thing is going to has no sign of stopping. And we saw how, how black Panther dominated the box office for what? Six, almost seven weeks. This can easily do that. Even with Deadpool coming out, man, I, I think it's going to ride that that superhero high just behind it, but it's still going to succeed. I absolutely do not believe that Deadpool in any way, shape, or form is not going to do well well from all this. But, oh, Fox is going to yeah. be pleasantly surprised with Deadpool too. I'm telling you that right now. But um, as Justin has been saying in the chat, speaking of juggernauts, we're going to see Josh Brolin and Deadpool so soon. And, uh, you know, uh, Justin, I got to... I have a bad news to break to you. You might already know this, but unfortunately, that little Thanos thing they did in the trailer will be taken out of the movie, unfortunately, at its official release. That yeah, whole, uh, calm down there, Thanos. Yeah, there. they're taking out the it's, quit. It's take, uh, yeah. stop pumping the hate brick, Thanos. Yeah, yeah that's, that's stupid. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. I think that would have been a perfect little cameo thing. But well, oh. it, it, it's the fact of that. While we know that that Deadpool is very meta, it's the fact of that it would have been like a very double meta within when they bring him over to the end. Here come the cops! Yeah, it's going to be the fact that it's going to be very double meta when he comments on a character who's in their universe that looks like another character in their universe and. It's gonna just be a little bit more outlandish than that. Shit would have been perfect though, because that's that fits along with his character. Yeah, we well that's the issue. We, guys. Well, yeah, well, I agree. And 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 one of that, you know, even Ryan Reynolds kind of understood why they would, because the mass audience would have been a little confused about it, you know. Yeah, I think Ryan Reynolds also partly said that because he had to. <laughs> I don't <laughs> he know. Want that shit. True. I can see that happening as well. I don't know. I Ryan Reynolds is a very honest dude, so I mean, if if he stated that he agreed with it, you know, he he definitely would have agreed with it. But either way, we we do know that that they are going to remove that, but everything else is still in there. And the fact of now we actually have an idea of kind of what's going on is that the kid we now know as Russell is actually Firefist. So going to be an interesting take on on what they're going to do with fire fist in this film but speaking of deadpool you know er, they already did an early screening with certain uh uh big youtubers as well as other media outlets that that got to see an early preview of it and everyone has been raving this movie they stated that it's truly doubled down on the comedy it's doubled down on the violence. It's doubled down on the action, the story with with Cable and and Domino and X Force, and even with 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 Russell and the Firefist. That everything is just well done, and it fixes a lot of issues that some people had with the first movie, but really improves upon it and makes the sequel truly better. And there's a couple people that that stated they loved it way more than Infinity War, which isn't a bad thing that only bodes well for the sequel. So with hearing these kind of reports, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts about it? Well, I'm going to go ahead and take into the people who are worried with the Fox acquisition that they're worried Deadpool might go away or be replaced or whatever. 
I think Deadpool 2 will prove Deadpool ain't going anywhere. Disney's going to want Deadpool's money. He's going to stick around. Well, they're going to might change him up slightly where by putting him in some PG-13 movies. I think he's still going to have his R-rated outings, and Deadpool will be fine, people. He's a viable franchise. He ain't going anywhere. Those are my thoughts. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. What are your thoughts there, Op? Sorry, give me a second. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I, I, I kind of agree with you with that. You know, it, it's definitely not a movie that's not going anywhere. And, and you know, we've seen how this film has has affected everything. And, you know, it's it's truly growing something. You know, when they say that about the acquisition and everything, you know, they're not going to touch, you know, what isn't broken. They're not going to mess it up or anything. Why would they? You know, Deadpool has proven just how big and and how much appeal it has to such a wide audience how exponentially you know uh you know successful it is financially it did what it made the first film i believe with only like a 30 million or 40 million dollar budget like the lowest budget one ever yeah like they they gave it like 50 million and then cut like another 20 million out of the budget and they still made the film that damn good and now they're mm-hmm. having a little bit more play with the budget now because of just the success. And if it's something that could be done very low key with not a lot of expenditures for, for everything. I mean, this is easily a financially successful film that they don't need to touch. They know what they're doing and everything. And, you know, it's continuing to push push that aspect. They're continuing to grow. And the character has so much appeal like Ryan Reynolds is is absolutely passionate about this about this project and this character and everything and you know we're getting to see that you know we're getting to see what they want to do to grow it and you know that's something very rare yeah he does the character justice and um you know just hearing you talk and everything i was kind of having a fantasy in my head where like you know deadpool for the mcu you can introduce a lot of the more different kind of darker characters i think we can agree to that and what if you know how we always said like we want a deadpool spider-man crossover we want Deadpool this crossover. Where would they go like way out of left field and do like a Deadpool Moon Knight crossover or some shit? Like that'll be like the perfect way to oh, okay. Moon Knight. He's such a serious. Don't like, give me sorry, that one. Char- yeah, I know, but he's such a serious and dark character, and with Deadpool's comedy, that'll be like an awesome introduction, don't you think? Like that'll be very u- unique and different, and like I just feel like his contrast between Deadpool would be hilarious to see on this big screen. But which one, Moon Knight or? Yeah, uh, yeah, Moon Knight and Deadpool because they were so different characters. Like that shit would be hilarious. Yeah, but he has another persona now. It's Mister Specter, I believe. Mister Moon Knight. I forget which one it's called. But he's wearing a white suit. This new persona. Yeah. He has. Yeah, but you're absolutely right, and it would be great to see because with with him, we do get to see some of the more outlandish characters. And and you know, you brought up Moon Knight. You know, they stated uh they recently the mcu i believe kevin feige said that they would be interested in wanting to do a moon knight movie i believe you actually posted that in the group and we all got excited about that because moon knight is such one of those characters that is absolutely brutal we saw how they handled the punisher in the netflix series you know being able to translate that if they want to do a movie with a character like that you know, Moon Knight is second to Punisher brutalities only with, mm-hmm. you know, Ghost Rider being up there because Ghost Rider doesn't hold back either. But having. Oh, my God. Like Ghost Rider, the MCU, man. Make it happen. 
Well, I mean, they already have. Just please, no more Nicolas Cage. No more no, of that. No, no more Nicolas Cage, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Well, no. well, actually, we do have Ghost Rider. And y'all. Oh, y'all, we do. Yeah, in the yeah. field. Yeah, and he's and pretty cool, the I did like the the way that they <coughs> handle his character because I'm actually watching through season four because I, I I fell fell off for a little while but been catching up thanks to Netflix and I the way that they handled the Ghost Rider and Agents of Shield I actually really loved like I, was I do too sold, I wasn't sold on Robbie Reyes because I had very mixed feelings on the new Ghost Rider especially from the so comics. did everyone else yep. Uh, and I was like, especially from how they were handling him on in the comics, you know, and I'm just like, all right, well, I'm used to David uh, or Danny Ketch or, you know, Johnny Blaze. I never liked mm-hmm. Robbie Reyes, you know, using the Charger as his vehicle, whereas, you know, Danny could spawn that like almost ninja styled motorcycle, but with pure wheels of fire where Johnny had his old motorcycle and everything. But as I watched through the series, I really liked how they handled him and bringing him into the MCU that way. And the fact of, you know, that when he made the deal, it was the other Ghost Rider. And I'm guessing that we can assume that that was Johnny Blaze who passed it on uh, the Spirit of Vengeance to him. Because I've told I've told uh, my roommate, because he was confused about it, I was like, no, Ghost Rider can pass on to more than one person because there always will be a Spirit of Vengeance and he can make others. Because we had Danny Ketch and Johnny Blaze at the same time and the uh, Sons of Midnight series yeah and um you know the mcu they keep talking about how they want to be different so like doing more obscure characters like this that's a perfect way to go about it and like you gotta also tie it to dr strange who's a more mystical aspect so like you know ghost rider and dr strange stuff like that that'd be really cool to do absolutely so you know with with them already adding in the mysticality of 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 Doctor Strange and really bringing in the more uh, kind of magical aspect of the MCU, really bringing in the supernatural by introducing Ghost Rider and and how he's playing, uh, uh, had played a part in the Agents of Shield. You know that really does explain uh, add a lot more depth because that's how we get some of those other characters. You know, then we can actually end up having the characters go to hell and find ghost rider as well as this can actually bring in you know more of possibly blade down the line because you know mm-hmm. supernatural he is a big uh uh aspect of the supernatural you know blade is has always had a big part in that and helping with with some of those things that that everyone else can't handle necessarily yeah <laughs> nicholas cage is a national treasure oh uh, shit justin but um, justin, you know, that would be a joke i would make so that, thank and, you um, <laughs> the supernatural thing you know it'd be funny to see the mcu beat justice league did making justice league dark but um anyways the thing about um ghost rider and all that um fuck that fucking justin comment had me still laughing <laughs> <laughs> he's a national treasure uh shit uh no no speak about blade how about that i said you guys think i know we want wesley snipes back in the blade thing but do you think it'd be kind of cool to do a almost passing on to the torch story where like maybe wesley snipes would pay would play the teacher and there would be like a newer blade yeah that's because actually, we, that's actually i think we need to do that right yeah because we we've seen especially where we are in the mcu right now you know we're seeing that a lot of the older original Avengers are wanting to step down. You know, I think the only one who's going to stay a little bit longer is, um, you know, the actor who plays uh, Black Widow. Black Widow is getting her own movie here. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett yeah. Johansson. I, my mind blanked. But 
Scarlett Johansson is the only one who's going to stay because they're working on her solo movie. And Chris Hemsworth for Thor, he said he might stay a little bit longer, especially after what they did with Thor Ragnarok. He better, man. Uh, yeah, if I got his ass right, yeah. I got him right. Yeah, they 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 really pumped him up. But, you know, Chris Evans probably says... probably like, damn, I'm actually cool. I'm going to yeah. stick around. Yeah, but after Avengers 4, you know, Chris Evans says that Cap's going to retire um, and that he may come back for single stories, but nothing like continuous. We know Robert Downey Jr. is going to going to retire or take on a different aspect to where um, uh, he's got more laid back aspect. Yeah. But we all know that they are staying involved as they're all going to be producers and help uh, continuing with the vision. But, you know, we've stated before is that some of these characters do have to pass on the mantle to other characters. You know, we've discussed, you know, either uh, Sam as Falcon or Bucky picking up the mantle of Captain America. You know, recently they stated that, that we may possibly see iron, Ironheart in in the future, you know, after the after I think it was Iron Man three, nor I can't remember which movie where uh, Iron Man is talking. I think no Civil War where he was talking about the, the MIT student, yeah, the MIT student that that killed when he was talking with the with the mother and stuff. Um, you know, he can end up hearing rumors about someone at MIT who's strong or really smart, and then it could introduce her because you know she didn't she replicated Iron Man's suit. From just looking at it and sheer just thought. And, you know, she can pick up the mantle as the new Iron Man and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of different ways that we can see the characters kind of continue on, but with new life into it. And I would love to see, you know, Blade passed on to someone new. You know, with Wesley Snipes is, is already up there in age. And as much as he is still kind the of... The Blade. Yeah, he is the Blade. But we it would be proper for him to make a cameo or you know to be training someone new and we see that he's training them instructing them as a teacher aspect a mentor but we we it would definitely have to be one of those moments of they have to pass on that mantle yeah like who was a blade's teacher during those movies like who was that again oh was it van helsing what the fuck was it no it wasn't van no it wasn't van helsing i don't know what the fuck it was but anyways, like, what's his name could take that type of role, and then like it'll be like a newer, younger Blade who would be like the one doing all the shit. Yeah, it it would be very interesting to see. But yeah, I mean, I think that'll be really cool. And the MCU should do some more mystic stuff, and maybe maybe that's what's part of Phase Four. They takes they keep saying Phase Four so very different. And I think that's the way you could be different, like Doctor Strange feels very different from the rest of the MCU. So I think he's almost a teaser for the phase four. And then, yeah. you know, we could maybe get different characters in the galactic universe side of things, uh, introduce Nova. God damn it. And um, yeah, that's what they could probably could do. What are to Abraham Whistler? What's his name? Abraham something. As Blade. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Abraham, whatever the fuck. But yeah, just yeah. make Whistler sound like that type of character. Yeah, it, it would be it would be interesting, and and I definitely feel like it's something that should be done. But you know, there, there's a lot of different possibilities because the movie rights for Blade as a character has already reverted back to Marvel. So we mm-hmm. that's, that, that he's been parts. Yeah, and so, what Snap has been talking to him about what they could do. Yeah, so we so we know that he is he is back, and and we do have him. It's just trying to find the right way to to bring in that character. Um, yeah, and I see some people with the, the John John Boyega fan art. And I don't know about I'm, that. I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling it. He looks cool yeah. with Blade, but I don't know. I, I actually, from a really personality standpoint, I don't see it. 
I, I really dig it. I, I think that he could really he could really fit the part very well. I think he'd be almost like too funny for Blade. I don't know. Wesley Snipes just had like the perfect stigma for Blade to me. I don't know. I think that he could fit the fit the part fairly well, but you know, it is still one of those things that we would have to see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, either way, you're gonna need a lot of charisma to do Blade. Like there, there's a certain aspect of Blade where you just have to nail down. Wesley Snipes did nail that down. But um, you know, I, I brought up the cosmic universe stuff and uh Nova, who I want to see Nova on the big screen already. If they were to do a Nova film, who would you think be heading it? I'm thinking maybe the Thor Ragnarok director could do a Nova type movie. What do you think? 